0: I mean? They they don't come to church. So, congratulations. I got some real good friends of mine here. One of them is my wife.
1: (laughs) Amen. (laughs) right. And then we have
0: Celeste. Her father's a pastor in Palacios, Texas. She lives here. Amen. And then uh, Brother Marty, all the way from Missouri. He called it misery, but I had to correct him. Amen. Uh, But um, he works here now. How many people do I know here? Wow. Y'all know me as Brother Dale, right? how many people don't have i uh, never preached to well I'm still brother who's <laughs> 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 so anyway God bless you we just got information you, man got a couple of things I want to show you all today and want to thank you all for your support you've been such a big big blessing to us and and I hunger and I thirst after uh you know uh your pastor and Matthew and You know, they still learn the English, you know what I mean? They come from the bio country, amen? You know what I mean? But they're they're doing better, they're doing better, amen, you know? In the beginning, I needed an interpreter. Matthew, what is your pastor saying? You know what I mean? You know, but anyway, it's good, let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord. Uh, Father, today I pray that you might come and just minister to us, God. Do your presence do a work in our lives, and we bless you for being so gracious, Open up our hearts, God. Expand it, Father. I know that this is a missions church, God. Because they are to glorify your name. And I thank you. And devil, you will have no victory. None whatsoever. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say it. Amen. Amen. Oh yeah, y'all be praying for Steve because he's got something that's contagious. You know, his wife said, Who stood? I don't know if you want to come to our house because that's where we're spending the night. And she said, Steve got woke up with something. He went to the doctor and it's very contagious. She said, uh, Do you mind praying for him? So I went out to the street.
1: <laughs> praying
0: Pray all over the house. Amen. But anyway, um, you ready to crack her up? Yes, Amen. Let's go ahead. Uh, let's go into. Um, go. I haven't been here since I was in Tibet, right? No. Okay. Let's go to Tibet. Okay. You want to turn off the lights here?
1: Dalai <laughs> Lama. I was out in the That's the Dalai Lama's house. house. Uh, the Dalai Lama is the god of
0: Tibet. Amen. Jamaica. She's seventy, eighty-four years old. She's eighty four years old. There's three sisters. just to claim it to Jesus. not that incredible? Thank you, Jesus. Look how dedicated they are to prayer. Right before they get into the Dalai Lama. All that's a prayer right there. Now you're going to see another one.
1: All day long,
0: all day long, that's all they do is <laughs> pray. Some of these lives are just dedicated to prayer. Look at this woman. She thinks she think she's spreading good luck by swinging that thing around. That little dog right beside her a couple of more weeks, you're going to wonder they did good luck in China.
1: Look, look at this guy, how they serve
0: their God. They're breaking all those big rocks into little ones to make another room. It's already got a thousand. What I'm trying to show you is the dedication that they have to the Dalai Lama. That poor Dalai Lama hasn't slept in his house in 1959. He was
1: evicted.
0: These are Buddhist monks. I don't know what all that means, you know. But um, I praise God that Jesus took all this upon us. Amen. They don't know it yet, but I had oil in my hands and I prayed well, you know, I was able to touch them and anoint them They just don't know the
1: anointing. Amen. I I so much here. They argue philosophy and religion
0: here. These are the blind schools that we support there. Uh, this is the orphanage, I'm sorry, we, we try to deal a lot with kids, we feed kids, uh, I'm sure y'all know that, uh, and this is what we try to do when we go into other countries, we're having a Chinese holdout. <laughs>
1: We're showing them how to get down country. <laughs> <laughs> These are the three sisters from Jamaica. These
0: the three sisters from Jamaica. I can't tell the difference because they always change wigs, You know what I'm talking
1: about? But they're the mighty school prayer
0: school. partners. Now, this is the blind the
1: school. In the, in the now, these kids here know six English and English seven English languages, English and they,
0: they know how to play six and seven instruments. Now,
1: these kids speak
0: English. They're taught
1: English.
0: While we have their attention there, somebody will be leading a teacher to the Lord.
1: It'll you know, off to the side know, where nobody can see. <laughs> but he's in
0: different fields. You were just here, you he were just here. You he were just here. incredible, incredible little job, uh, your leader,
1: Lyon, he said you're gonna take over the school one day. It's incredible. Lyon <laughs> <laughs> from Earth, he came in, he uh, Run I know is a teacher in the farm. Wow. In the farm, we have a music big, big, uh, big music department. And it also has a chairwoman, who's here, and was Chinese guy here. Uh-huh. So he helped us to set up this uh, uh, music department, and he, he takes hmm. care
0: of all the costs and everything. Right. So he's one of the teachers here, and he just came on a
1: holiday. And you want to play uh, a dummy for
0: you all. Okay, we're here today. The The guy that's speaking right now calls him Eric Clapton. He's
1: the teacher.
0: Wall. This is the Great Wall of China.
1: I was with a state representative
0: out of Arkansas and he thought it was funny, but he was swing the car.
1: Till I told him, look,
0: I don't know if you realize this, but this cart is attached to that wire with one screw. And it is made in China. That's when he got a revelation, and quit swinging, you know.
1: He freaking me out, man. <laughs> incredible.
0: You know, it's that wall is 4,000 miles, and the reason they put it there was to separate China from the outside world. Is. But you know, that wall is fell down and revival is, is tremendous and in, in thing, China. Incredible. And it's when people to the Lord, they can get something that's magnificent mm-hmm. mm-hmm. built for the Lord. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. right. Many, many people worked on this. 300,000 died building this
1: wall.
0: Building this wall is four. Uh, 40 or 4,000 miles of this wall. Wow, incredible. 1,000 miles. How long ago was this built? <laughs> A long time ago.
1: Buddy, <laughs> 11th century? The 11th
0: century, and still together. It's
1: the biggest graveyard, there's yeah.
0: 2,000 men buried in this wall. This wall, incredible. Well, praise God, well, we're just praying that uh, that this, these walls will come down one day and then die. Uh, the Chinese will have freedom to worship our God and believe me it's happening rapidly people it's happening rapidly because somebody's praying for China amen Uh you know uh, let me tell you something about the Tibet right now the, the Dalai Lama is like the God there and uh, it, it's incredible uh, uh, it, it was one of the hardest missions I've ever gone to and I'll tell you why because we were 15 thousand feet above sea level mm. and when we got into Lahasa uh, and i got out of the airplane you almost go blind because y- your eyesight is too close to the sun and everything just turns white white uh and at the same time you're you got what they call altitude sickness and y- your body begins to swell your brain swells and you got it one you know and, and anyway the little bit that i had it was floating right here you know what i mean and it, it was one of the ladies with us blew up like a balloon but we, we, we you know i, I praise god because i was able to take in 50 bibles in my suitcases you know and you know every you know some people say "Who done you can't be smuggling stuff you know what i mean i used to smuggle dope out of mexico now i smuggle bibles back in there you know what i mean and, you know there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean
1: we love it
0: thank you all very much man i thought i had some opposition hallelujah <laughs> 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 but anyway uh, you know we're able to that we found two christians in tibet <laughs> Can hardly find them. Two Christians, and there were two missionaries sent from China there. Uh, very quickly, um, uh, I, I, I gave a Bible to a beggar, and a guy tried to take it away from her, and she ran and said, "This Bible is not for sale." You know, Th- that's how precious the Word is there. Uh, 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 on the way back home, I said, "Lord, give me one more soul," and I was already getting on the airplane. I said, "Lord, give me just." You know, and I got to the airplane, and I asked the stewardess, "Hey, uh, uh is it full? Oh yeah, can't take one more. Everything is full." And I said, "Praise God, I got a victim. I'd sit down next to me somehow." <laughs> and and, uh, and I'm sitting there, and nobody showing up, nobody. And all of a sudden, a little Chinese girl about that big, girl, big comes, and she looks at me, and she goes, and then I went, and then she goes,
1: <laughs>
0: and then I went. And then in Chinese sign language, she told me this. I thought she was doing the sign in the car, but she was telling me, you're in my seat. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> so I got out, and, and, you know, and she sat down next to me, you know. And no longer we were there. The Holy Spirit told me, bring her to me. And I said, what do you mean, bring her to you? She said, bring her to me? I want her. And I said, Lord, we've got a problem here. We need an interpreter." There's no one here, I can't interpret. I don't know how to bring, you brought me a Chinese. You don't even know Mexican, you know
1: what I mean? <laughs> I said, bring
0: it to me and I, I finally said, oh, uh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. So I got my Bible and I set it the back of the rest and we took off and man, I kept looking at her and she kept looking at me and you know, I, I would go like that and she would turn the other way and I said, you know something man, I'm gonna let it rip.
1: Yeah. I don't know how I'm
0: gonna do it. I'm gonna speak in tongues and maybe it'll come out in Chinese, you know what I mean? That's the only thing I knew Pastor Eric, you know what I mean? So what do you do, you know? So then I looked at her and she looked at me and and then I I was gonna let it rip and it just wouldn't come out in Chinese, you know? And I said, okay Lord, I'm gonna do it. And the little girl looked at me and I looked at her and I said, you speak English? She says, yes, I do, sir. I'm from Montreal, Canada. (laughs) (laughs) And then you know what she asked me? Do you speak English? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. So anyway, we got to talking about the situation. And and then she told me her life, and then I told her my life. You know what I mean? And then uh, uh, I told her I was a missionary, you know, and... You know, and then I said, "Well, okay. Are you a Christian or not?" She says, "Yes, I am, but I'm one of the other kind." Ah, I didn't know there was two kinds. Yeah, I said, "Well, what kind are you?" She says, "I'm a Jehovah's Witness kind." <laughs> and I said, "Praise the name of the Living God! Hallelujah! Are you one of the forty-four? Are you one of the hundred and forty-four thousand out of the four million that's going to heaven? Or are you the lesser that's going to stay with me?" She says, "What do you mean?" Yeah, only 144,000, y'all going to heaven. Mm-hmm. The rest of y'all going to be rejects with me.
1: <laughs> I don't know what to
0: tell her. And she didn't say anything. An hour later, she says, can you explain this to me? And I said, yeah, you didn't know that? Out of the four million, only 144,000. Now me, I'm going to heaven, you know, and I don't have to witness. I don't have to knock on the door. I don't have to do nothing. Jesus did it all for me. And apparently, she got a revelation, man. She says, I want it now. And right there on that airplane, she accepted And you know, you might say, well, she just said the sinner's prayer. No, no, we landed in Los Angeles. She went to Montreal. I went to Colorado. Four days later, I get an email. She said, dear brother Jordan, I'm the little Chinese that sat next to you. In the last last 96 hours, my life has changed. Dramatic. Dramatic. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Incredible, amen? You know, you got a hold of something, amen? Yeah, but it, it was great. I want to thank you guys so much, man. Before we left there, we probably had about 50 salvations, amen? Uh, in Tibet, you know? But anyway, I don't know if y'all know, do you know what you get when you cross an atheist with a Jehovah's witness? A door knocker with nothing to
1: say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> <now laughs> <here. Let's
0: laughs> man, um, th- 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 this is <laughs> Amen. Is there any water that I can have? <coughs> yeah, we can get one right then.
1: <coughs> hey, this was in car. Ah, thank you, yeah. Are you going to show it? Did
0: you want to show it? Oh, that's good. Uh, that's all right, here We we've got to focus. <laughs> <laughs> this is the ruins of the top floor. Ten years ago when I was here, Hear that. uh, The president stood on this ground and said the national religion of Haiti is
1: Voodoo.
0: President Obama said that America is no longer uh, a Christian nation, but a a nation of many people or whatever. Amen. But uh, the declaration... Now, right there where I'm standing, to my left, you'll hear a man cussing me out. He's a demoniac. For serving many, many gods. This is what you get for serving sin, God. This is what you get for serving to God. I believe that we need to come back, America. Thousands of camps like this. But you know, uh, that's a little house right there. 600,000 of them. We've been holding revival every night. Amen. Thousands are coming. Amen. Thousands. Amen. God bless you. This this is a, a great awakening for Haiti. The first night I got here, who knew no more? Only Jesus. I'm Amen. people standing in line behind me or are, are people that they're, they're trying to figure out who made it to the earthquake and who did man. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, I, I, I don't know, just pray. That's all I can say is pray. Well, really, that's all you can do is pray. There's still 150,000 of them stuck in the rubble. Dude, you can see them there, The bodies have gone flat. The gravy yes. just rolling down. They saw us passing by and one of the guys just looked at it. He said, we're just hungry and can you feed us. Just anything you have. And my son was hurting for me from hunger. And, uh, and it's amazing when God gives you... We had to, to pack our own pack our food. food, food. a little sandwich like this. This probably cost a whole dollar for everybody. Now that whole row right there is all catholics and we probably led about 40 or 50 to the lord just in that little row right there they work for the catholic church you
1: know
0: they're uh, they're hungry they don't know how to ask but they're workers they work but everything that they work for it just doesn't amount to much amen but thank you so much for being in that people that just live in the streets
1: god bless you my back friend, My friend. <laughs> it, it got
0: hard on me, man. I want to pray for all of you. To be honest with you, I didn't know there was some These are local Haitians that don't have work. And so they have donated their time and came along to
1: help us the medicine for these children. Everywhere that we go, there are just crowds and crowds of people. There's little tent cities here. Uh, every
0: one of these is the a little house. house. And uh, there's hundreds of them. Just four little sheets oh, in one house. And some of these places have not even been touched in Some of the stuff downtown, some of the places downtown, Nobody's gonna be there. There's still dead bodies in there. It'll be long before they can get to them. So if any of you in America think that it's too late to come here, no no, you're just in time, my friend. I was told not to come because it was already all done. Look, my friend, hundreds, thousands of thousands. We've had maybe fifteen hundred, two thousand people saved in the last 24, 48 hours, amen. But we it's incredible. I'm
1: I'm I'm all I'm stunned. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. All
0: I can tell you is that we're going to do what we can do, but we're coming back. God bless you. All. Thank you for bringing us here. Uh, to you do kid right here? Just the uh, entire blessings. Come here, baby. Amen. How can you how can you tell them no? Amen. They're, they're, they're here. I had one little child the first day I got here. The first thing he he looked at me. And he said, uh, thank you, American. Incredible, those words just crushed my heart. But thank you for sending us out, and God bless you. This is a blind man on the streets. We have part two if you get a chance go to YouTube or go back to jo- brother Jordan and you'll see a 10-minute version of Haiti um, you know I was supposed to be in Indochina with the rest of my group and uh, I just felt in my spirit not to go so the rest of the team bought their ticket and then the day they bought their ticket about three or four days later the earthquake took place and then the Holy Spirit told me I want you to go to Haiti you know and everybody kept telling me who's don't go you know, it's already been taken care of. No. And, and and let me tell you something. I don't even know what the answer You go there, you saw me, I was kind of confused, like, you know. And, and then I, I, I said, Lord, how do I get there? He said, start asking your personal friends. So I started asking personal friends, hey, man, can you help me? I'm on my way to Haiti, you know. Then I knew I was going, and I needed money. You know, when I didn't have enough money, that was a big operation for me. And um, I started asking different people, and... You know, most of them cooperated. One of them said, Husto, I, I don't want to support you because there's too many scams there. And I said, you calling me a scam? I'm a Mexican. You know, not a scam, you know. But she said, no, no, I, I don't want to support that, you know. She said, by the way, what do you got? The American Red Cross has boats and airplanes. And, and they have thousands of dollars. What, what have you got to offer? And, you know, I I, look, I looked and I thought, and, you know, and, and the devil was telling me, see, you ain't nothing. And then I told the lady, well, ma'am, let me tell you what. I got 500 Bibles that I'm going to take mm-hmm. and one airplane full, one airplane completely full. She said, full of what? Full of hope. Yeah. Because that's what those people
1: need.
0: Yeah. You don't have enough money to take care of their needs six hundred thousand just in Little tent tid- City and my first crusade there I, 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 uh, I got there and I was still stunned I just got there that evening and uh, for the first crusade there was only about a thousand but overnight it grew to five thousand because of the hunger and the thirst and uh, I, I, I gave the altar call and there were so many and I, I told him look I'll tell you what you want uh, what I want you to do there's so many of you that I cannot get into the crowd but this is what I want you to do put your hand who you hurt the most and let God heal you 95 percent per- of them went like this mm-hmm. the mind the mind was fractured the mind had been killed over you know there's still 150,000 bodies stuck in all that rubble you know, but incredible revival. Um, there was a revival that they had there. It was not ours, but another one. The third day, all the Haitians got together, close to a million of them. They prayed and fasted for three days. On the third day, the sky opened up, and a cross came out of there, and a hand in the middle, and, and the cross began to cry out, come to me. Come to me. In the midst of hundreds of thousands of Haitians. In, in, incredible, you know. And And, and I can share a couple of saddening stories. Uh, you know while we were there we were uh, uh, we, we started talking to just the different doctors. To be honest with you, I don't know where them people on TV are at but they weren't there. I saw the Samaritan's Purse one time, the Red Cross one time, UNICEF one time, and World Vision. But all them guys on TV never saw them one time. I don't know where they're at but they weren't there. You know uh, the people are still hurting tremendously. Anyway I was talking to a doctor and he said who stood the third day? I was here on the third day, and a man brought me a, a baby, a newborn. And, and uh, I said, who's this baby? He said, well, it's my, my baby daughter. And uh, he said, well, where's the mama? He said, she didn't make it. He said, what do you mean she didn't make it? She said, no, during the earthquake, I was bringing, my wife was having given birth, right in the middle of the earthquake. And, I, I, and when the building began to fall, I, I tried to bring her out, but the, the wall fell on her legs and I had to cut her legs off and and then she gave birth to my baby girl and then she went on. Some of the, you know, some stories, but there's a lot of good stories too, you know, Uh, but it, it, it was just something that was just devastating, you know, like I said 10 years ago I was there and they had, they sacrificed on every single corner, chickens and goats and babies through voodoo, you know, and when I got there this time, after the earthquake, uh, I asked my interpreter where's all the voodoo he said no more voodoo only jesus Mm -hmm. amen god's cleansing that place up amen Mm -hmm. did you see the capital 10 years ago i saw i saw the president while i was there he said the national religion of haiti is voodoo Mm. amen did you see it crushed completely Mm -hmm. amen but i I believe that god is doing the work there for one dollar we were able to wash kids with antibiotics you know some of them had as many as... If you'll go to YouTube or uh, Brother Jordan, you'll see a little bit more of the kids we were uh, 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 washing down and stuff like that, you know. Uh, on, on the last day, I'm, I'm, uh, we just doc- got through doctoring a bunch of kids and we're coming home. But while we were there, we ran into six more tremors, six more earthquakes. Uh, and, and I got it one day and I looked and my wall was cracked, you know. And the picture was like that. At 1.30 in the morning, you know, you could hear the earth moving. My friend would sleep on the bed, but I would sleep on the floor because I could hear the earthquake coming up from the bottom. By that time, I was out the door. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, only the strong survive. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, I was heading out, you know. But anyway, um, uh, we got to doctoring these kids. Now, listen to this. We got to doctoring, uh, you know, all kinds of men, And, and uh, uh, we're coming back, and, and Robbie said, Who, do you want a sandwich? And I said, Yeah. So he's making me a tuna sandwich because you have to pack your own food there's, there's food but i guarantee you, you don't want to eat it you know what i mean look a little rough you know and uh anyway he started making me a tuna sandwich and he's standing right there and i'm right here and then there's a little boy here he don't look Haitian. he doesn't have kinky hair he's got straight hair he's not black but he's not white he's got brand new clothes on and he's looking at with a smile you know? And the Holy Spirit, the, the Holy Spirit told me. I don't know if he was Cajun either. You know what I mean? One of Matt's kids. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, the, the Holy Spirit told me, uh, told me, uh, give him your sandwich. And I said, Robbie, we got any more sandwiches? He said, No, we barely got enough to make this one. I said, Are you sure? He said, Yeah. He said, Cause we can't eat their food, you know. and That was the last sandwich, you know. And, and I said, Lord, this is the last one. He said, Give it to him, and I'll bless you. And I said, man, Lord, this is the last one, man. He, he said, give it to him and I'll bless you. And I got the sandwich and, and, and I, I went like this and said, young man, it's for you. And Robbie's standing right there. And the little man, the little guy looks at me and he grabs the sandwich like this and right in front of me, he disappears. And, 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 and I just went like this. My hands still standing there like that. And Robbie said, where oh, oh, did he go? I said, I don't know, but he took my sandwich, my God. You know what I'm about? You know? Kind of rude. Just take my sandwich and disappear. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and it messed up our mind. It, it, it you know, it, it really like... So, we didn't talk... Robbie and I didn't talk to each other. We just like, you know, just walking. And, 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 and then I, I said, you know, Lord, you, you can make people disappear, can't you? He said, Yeah. But you know, you wouldn't make somebody disappear without a purpose. It's got to have a purpose. You wouldn't just do magic. You know, I don't believe in magic. This has to be something. He said, Yeah. Well, I just wanted to let you know that I've been with you since the day you were here. I was in your midst. I never let you go alone, son. That is so good to me. Amen. Amen. To protect us wherever we go. Amen. Last week we were in the dumps in Matamoras. We got there at three o'clock. We had about seven or eight hundred pounds of food. We we got there at three o'clock, amen? At one o'clock, there was 10 trucks of pistoleros waiting for us, amen? And just when we got there, for some reason, they took off about five minutes before we got there, amen? God's good. God is awesome. Nobody is gonna stop his work, amen? And I I just want to thank you and and encourage you guys to continue to do what you're doing. Amen? Pray for us. Uh, We'll be back in Mexico next week. June June 6th to the 11th, we're going back to Haiti. We're going to go build a church there and uh, do another soup kitchen and an orphanage. Amen? we got room for maybe one, maybe two more people. We're taking 10 in. So if uh, you may be interested, talk to your pastor. Come along. It, it, it's a, it, it'll change your life. Let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. The work in Haiti is nowhere near that. They don't need your money right now. They don't need your food. What Haiti needs is prayer. Mm-hmm. Prayer. Deep, deep prayer. That place is a mess. You know, it, they need prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let me share something with you. The bodies that I saw, they're already flat. I didn't even want to look under semen anymore. Uh, you had to wear a mask. Uh, but the bodies are already flat and the juices are, are coming out. Now, it's rain season now. And all the rain is washing all that junk into the water system. You know, as it is, the water, the water over there, like you buy like that, they, they, they bottle it themselves. You know, and then they put a piece of plastic to make it look like it's been purified. We took some, we take pills from NATO to purify our water. And Robbie... Uh, I said, "Robbie, put me one of them things in here, and I took the cap off, and when he put the pill, the water shot it back out.
1: (laughs) I I don't know what kind of germ
0: it had in it. I said, my God, did you see that, amen? But thank God none of us got sick, amen? But I do want to thank y'all so very, very much, amen? Be praying, I'm trying to get into Afghanistan now and into Pakistan to to do what I got to do down there, amen? So keep us in prayer. We still have the people uh, in India, we still have our people in Iraq, the little kids in iraq that uh we still feeding and then of course the soup kitchen we're going to build another soup kitchen in piedras Negras. amen it's a very very dangerous area but I, I found 50 kids down there that need help amen so we're going to start uh hitting that project uh, as soon as i come back off this next tour amen let's give the lord a big big praise <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
1: can
0: i borrow have you them? Just a little stand or something here.
1: Behind
0: the pulpit? I can't, the machines
1: are.
0: Besides, I don't like to stand on pulpits.
1: <laughs>
0: and I can do it if I want to. Thank you, Head Matt. Sure. Yeah, it should have been a blessing to me. I just enjoyed you guys. <laughs> Judah to bring my camera
1: <laughs>
0: inside joke amen uh let, let's go to let's go to the book of psalms that guy's gotten big after eric
1: oh my god i couldn't believe when i
0: seen him i, I didn't know if he was really him or not. I'd been eating a lot of crawfish <laughs>
1: psalm
0: uh, 107 amen let's go to verse 21 father I just pray that you just anoint me tonight use my lips use my voice to bring you God. change this God to Jesus' Jesus amen verse 21 it says here oh that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men I want to talk about something church that I named this message (coughs) it is not finished it is not finished and I want to talk about seizing the opportunities that you and I have when I was in Haiti I was watching a little girl let me tell you something guys if you're a pervert you ain't got no business out there Not, not if you're gonna work with kids amen because the little kids in Haiti they'll come and strip right they can be up to 12 years old and they'll just take their clothes off and you can doctor them Amen. Uh, and uh, I, 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 I was watching a little girl about eight years old, and she started, you know, she took off her shirt, you know and to them it's nothing because a lot of them don't have anything, you know what I mean? And then she started taking down her panties, and I said, "No, no, not do that, okay." And uh, I got some antibiotic and I started watching her, and you could tell that it was soothing her. You could tell a, a sigh of relief from you know, I got antibiotic, and you could tell where there was uh, like rash. You know, uh, and, and she would just go like that, and she would just like, you know. I don't know what an earthquake does to a child or to their bodies. Um, I saw a little girl that had like 2,000 sores on her body. I'm not exaggerating. The little girl was about this tall, she could only walk like this puss rolling down you know and as I'm washing her down the Holy Spirit told me son one of these days that little girl in front of me is gonna say father that's the man that washed me that's the man that took me a bath and then she's gonna say that's the lady or that's the man that paid the dollar for that antibiotic see because none of those things slip by God none of those things slip by God you may think that your dollar is not worth much let me tell you I was working in Russia giving out tracts had 50,000 of them to give away and as people are coming I'm saying Slava Bogo Slava Bogo uh, praise the Lord and I would give them a tract And then one of those tracks that I'm giving away, the Holy Spirit told me, pull it back, son. And I want you to take it back to the hotel. And I took it back to the hotel. And that night, and then the Holy Spirit told me, pull out that track that you pulled out. And I said, yeah, here it is, God. What are you (laughs) going to do with it? He said, I just wanted to let you know that out of those 50,000 tracks you had, I know the person that gave you the two pennies to print that track out. That my accounting firm is so good and so perfect that every penny is accounted for in my books. And I'm talking about tonight, guys, about seizing the opportunity. That when you see somebody there that needs help, man, jump on the bandwagon. Whether it's a small prayer or a little bottle of water. Water at the dump is precious, as Pastor Eric and Matt. Precious. You know, when you when you when you when you see them boiling water that smells like piss, you know, and, and you smell it in the in the house, it, it's such a stench. You, you know what I mean? Uh, this last weekend, it was so bad in Matamoras at the dump that I had to get the meat and take it to the people in their house because of the gang fights. The people were scared to come out. They killed 54 people this weekend. You know me and another friend of mine went down there with 700 pounds of meat and we actually would tell the people come and they would say no you know remember that lady that we first meet as we go in by the railroad track I found her on her knees praying I never seen her do that before and I said what's the matter she had a little bit of stuff out I said what's the matter she goes like this they're scared to voice it out because they'll get shot you know but what an opportunity it was to be able to deliver a piece of meat to them. To actually walk into their house and say, Here, ma'am. And, to, and she said, Hurry, run back to your truck and get out of here. It's very dangerous right now. You know? But what an opportunity to cease, ma'am. You know what I mean? To be able to bless these people. You know? Now, now let, me, let me tell you what, what's going to have to take place uh, for you and I to cease the opportunity. Look at verse 22 let them sacrifice the sacrifice of the thanksgiving and declare his work with rejoicing, amen? When I came out of Haiti, man, I was so full, so happy that I was able to wash down five or six hundred little babies down with antibiotics, to feed them, to give them a balloon, you know, uh, to give them hope. When I was told, don't go, don't go, you know what I mean? And I go there and I'm surprised, where is everybody at, you know? They're on TV, but they're not out there in the midst of that uh, diseases and, and whatever. Amen. But I want to let you know, church. He says, let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving. I want to talk to you about the sacrifices, man. Number one, church. Some of you are going to have to give up your money. It's going to be a sacrifice. Amen. Am I going to go eat a steak dinner, or am I going to buy fourteen bottles of uh, antibiotics? Am I going to buy a steak dinner? Or am I going to buy 1,000 tracts? And then some of you are going to have to uh, sacrifice your time. said, give me a 10. That's 2 hours and 40 minutes a day of your time to sacrifice to God. Whether you are praying for people, uh, cutting an elderly lady's uh, uh, grass, Whatever you're doing, picking up cans so you can go and sell them for a mission trip into Mexico like these guys do, you know? It's going to be a sacrifice, my friend. And then some of you are going to be tormented by the enemy. But it's going to be a sacrifice, amen? Sometimes you don't know the hell that we go through, especially the people behind the pulpit, amen? But you know something? It's well worth it, amen? It's well worth it. The Bible says, that when you get to heaven amen, and you see the glory of God it's not going to be compared to anything you've ever gone through and then another thing you're going to have to probably fight is tribulation tribulation you know uh, I remember when I first started being a missionary every every time I'd come back one of my kids had a broken leg or a broken arm or they were sick you know what I mean and the first thing they would tell me look daddy you notice every time you go out to the fields we got to pay the price you know amen that's the price amen, amen. but uh, I got three good children amen and a good wife amen, amen. and, and, and uh, I said devil we're moving on we're moving on and then some of you are, are gonna to have to do warfare my friend you know and warfare is sacrifice my friend you know when you just got to stand there and say devil whatever you need to do amen do you know that when I went to Haiti, I fight sugar. I don't have sugar problems. I fight them. They're not mine. You can have them if you want them. Uh, a lot of people say, I have sugar diabetes. Well, praise the Lord. You know what I mean? I don't have it. I fight it. And uh, do you know that I have not had a sugar attack in four years? And the day that I bought my ticket to go to Haiti, boom, I get four attacks. One every day. And the devil said, "Who stood? They don't have no hospitals there's no doctors, there's no medicine, and you're going to die. I said, well devil, I'll tell you what's going to happen. I'm still going to go and I'm going to go and I'm going to head towards Haiti. And wherever I pass out and die, I'm going to go to heaven. But you know something? You're still going to hell. <laughs> Amen? Warfare. What? Warpets. You ever notice <laughs> that just when you're getting ready to do a missions trip, all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. The day before. You know? You and your wife, I know y'all don't argue, but
1: <laughs>
0: y'all just chat a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> amen. In Cajun. Amen. Uh, yeah, I got a wife too. <laughs> amen. Uh, right, you know, but but that that's warfare, amen. But but I, I want to let you know, man, you know, and declare his word with rejoicing, amen. See, the devil's job is to stop us, and our job is to overcome him I, we we got to realize what we're doing I have a pastor friend of mine right now and, and I know what I did he's kind of his wife is kind of upset because he was laying there dying you know and and I called her up and I said well look when he wakes up tell him uh, I'm gonna be up there in April and I want to preach in his church I Said who's he's dying I said well because he died don't mean you gotta shut the church down life goes on my friend We're missionaries, man. We're moving on. I've learned that just because the devil slaps us, you know, uh, or casts us down or or get our feelings hurt, doesn't mean you got to stop the mission. You just get up and keep on going. Remember when you were in the world dancing, you know, and everything and drinking, and somebody would beat you up because you were dancing with somebody else's wife? And as soon as they would whip you, did you say, well, that's it. I'm going to quit dancing. I'm going to church. No, the next Saturday you were dancing again. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> uh, a lot of y'all going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't stop, brother and sisters. No. You know, we can't stop. It's too late. <coughs> we we, we got to keep on going. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Amen. yeah. And, and, and listen to this it gets gooder, man. Check it out. Verse 23. Those who go down to the sea in ships, who do business on great waters, they see the works of the Lord and His wonders in the deep. For He commands and raises the stormy wind which lifts up the waves of the sea. Now we can, on verse 23, we can say, You who go down to the sea in ships, you, 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 you. He's talking about you not those that go he's looking for somebody to say send me i will go who do business on great waters you know what that means brother that's dangerous territories they see the works of the lord and his wonders in the deep church everybody wants to raise the dead Everybody wants to heal, cast out devils. Everybody wants to be a spokesman for God. But nobody wants to go to the deep. Nobody wants to go to those great waters. Nobody wants to go to Iraq. Nobody wants to go into the jungles of Vietnam. How are you ever going to see the great works of God? If we just decide to stay here and not get deep into the words of the living God I believe that it's time for the church to arise and get deep into the things of God a lot of us are into the things of ourselves my name is Jimmy and I'll take all you can give me but we're not actually into the deep of what God wants to do in our lives have you ever seen a dead person come up it's incredible it's incredible when there's a dead corpse there and you stand there and just your presence raises him up because it's so full of the Holy Ghost. It's incredible. Everybody wants to do it, but nobody wants to pay the price. But I believe that God is bringing us to a new anointing. I believe that God is bringing us to a new place. I believe that God is raising up soldiers and generals, amen, that are going to say, "No more for me, It's all for Jesus. Amen. I believe that God is stripping us of our selfishness to go and do what God has called us to do. He's going to begin to take you past the waters, past the ankle, past the knee, past the waist, where you're going to swim in it into the deepest part of His glory. Like you've never seen. It's incredible. Verse 26. They mount up to the heavens. They go down again to the depths. Their souls melt because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man. And are at their wit's end. That devil is going to make living hell for you when God begins to use you. Do you think Jeremiah didn't face hell? He was cut into. Paul was beheaded. Another apostle was stuck with a sword. The devil is going to make living hell for you. But I want to let you know, don't make that hell an attraction in your life. Don't say, oh my God, but this and but that and but this and but that. No, no, no. Cut it all for the glory of the living God. Amen? Amen. Because God is anointing you at that very time. God is blessing you at that very time. Did you know that 5,000 ministers resign the pulpit every month? Because of the hell that they go through. A lot of people ask me, say, who's still... look at my neighbors, they go out drinking and they own a bar and the kids have the best clothes and they got their best uh, house and the best truck and all this and that, amen. And I'm a Christian and I barely have enough to eat. Well, of course, it's supposed to be that way, amen. Why should he bother them? He's already got them. It's you and me he don't have. Don't trade this world for the next one. The next one is the glorious one. And in verse 28, then they cry out to the Lord in their their trouble, and he brings them out of their distresses. The Bible says, call unto me, and I will deliver you. You know these storms that hit us in our lives, church? What happened to Katrina? Is Katrina still around? It it died, right? Yeah, amen. I just want to let you know that the storms that are hitting you right now, it's dead too. Is dead too. Because when they hit land, they did dissipate. When that storm hits your life, it hits land. Mm-hmm. And it begins to fall apart. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be here forever. And he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm. That its waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them into the desired haven. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful work to the children of men. You know, I, I want to let you know, church, that I was reading a documentary on eagles. And did you know that a mommy eagle uh, and a daddy eagle, they bring their nest, and it's real big. And they bring in logs, and then they bring in weeds, you know. And, and then when they have their eggs there and they have their hatchlings, they bring they bring uh, uh Uh, tin cans, beer cans, coke cans, you know, things that are glittery, you know what I mean? And then they'll pick up a, like a rag, you know, and then they'll pick up a, uh, 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 a stone, and you know what it's for? To entertain the little eaglet, you know what I mean? It's shiny, it's pretty, yeah. it makes a crazy little noise, amen? But then after a little while, the mama will begin to throw the little eaglet out, and he'll swing down there and pick them up on his back to begin to show them how to fly, amen? And then she put him back in the nest. And then you know what's next? Mama begins to throw the little pretty things, amen? Takes them out of the nest and throws it out, you know. And then begins to tear the nest apart. And the little eaglets are sitting there after a while just on a little log, you know. They're, they're just hanging on like that, you know. And after a while, she throws them out of the nest, amen. Either swim or die. Amen. And you know what she does that Because she didn't make the nest for the eglets. She made the sky for the eaglet For the eglets. And I believe that that's where the church is at today. It's in the nest. And God is taking our little tin cans and our little BB guns and our little Barbie dolls away and saying, now I am fixing to pull everything away from you until you listen to me and begin to do what I've called you to do. I believe that God is taking the church out of the nest. The Muslims are growing the Jehovah's Witnesses are growing. The Mormons are growing. And the Christian church is the smallest one. But I believe that God is about to do an awesome work. I believe he's taking our toys away. So we can be serious with what God is doing. That you and I can cease the moment. Amen. Jesus ceased the moment every time he saw a funeral. I said he saw one because he never went to one. He ruined them all. He raised them all up. Never did he leave a dead man there. Jeremiah always seized the moment. Does anybody have a word? Well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> Amen. Paul seized the moment when he wrote three quarters of the of the, Bible, the New Testament and when he raised the dead. Elijah seized the moment when they when they had already buried him and there was nothing but bones and they're bringing a dead man. By there, and they see the enemy, and they throw him in there, and his bones jumped up, amen, and touched that man, and they still had enough life in them to give that man that was dead life. He sees the moment, I wonder how many dead people you run into every day, that you just let him die, die, die. David sees the moment when the church was running, running. From the giant. Away from the giant. David was the only one that was running towards the giant. Not only that, but he went down to the river and got himself five little smooth stones. He said, you come to me with a spear and a shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. Pow! Killed him. Then he put another one in there because Goliath had four little brothers. He said, would y'all like a little bit too? He sees the moment. He sees the moment that nobody else wanted. But the demoniac, when he saw Jesus, he come running to Jesus. He seized the moment. He said, This is my time of deliverance. Jesus said, What is your name? He said, Legion, come out. Not only was he delivered, my friend, but he became a preacher. He went down to the region of Decapolis, 10 cities. And the Bible says, and all men did marvel. Six months later, when Jesus was coming by there, every person in those ten cities knew Jesus. Because the demoniac that had been there before, that lived with the dead and tried to commit suicide, ceased the moment of deliverance and healing and was empowered by the power of the living God. He said, nothing matters to me. I believe that Jesus is going to kick us out of our nest. He's taking our trinkets, our little Barbie dolls, our little things, so we can go to work. Because we've been entertained by these things too long. We've been entertained by gossip. We've been entertained by famous preachers. We've been entertained by uh, 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 religion. When was the last time you raised an hand,? When was the last time you fed an orphan? When was the last time you laid hands on the sick and they were healed? I can tell you miracle after miracle after miracle around the world. A man in India that had white eyes, three days walking around like that with his wife, on the third day. God, in the midst of 15,000 Hindus, takes those white eyes out and puts brand new eyes. And I hear somebody saying, Praise the Lord, I can see, I can see. And I looked on the pulpit like that because I had just gotten off, and it was the blind man. A woman, the same day, a woman that they had put on the ground that was dead got up and walked across the sanctuary a man two men that were yelling and and screaming i said tell them to shut up and my interpreter said oh no this is the first day they speak in 25 years Mm -hmm. i said what are they saying they're praising the almighty god and i ran behind the pulpit and i said hindus i want to let you know when was the last time you saw a cow do what my god has just done six thousand hindus came and fell at the feet of jesus Cease that moment. Cease the moment. You can't take the hummer with you, friend. <laughs> the only thing you can take is that little girl, or that little boy, or that little orphan, or that little widow. God's doing a work. A mighty work. You and I. Are the glory of God. Let's get out of the nest, friend. Let's get out of the nest. Pastor Eric Matt say, let's go to Mexico. Jump. Get in. Tell your boss, I'm not gonna be here this week. I see you later. Bye. The internal revenue came when I first went to the mission fields, one of my first trips. I was taking a shower and Laura said, You need to come out. I said, Honey, I'm taking a shower. You don't understand. You need to come out right now. And when I opened the door, guess who was there? The Internal Revenue. They said, We come here to seize your shop. I said, Oh, you don't have to seize it here. Let me give it to you. Here's the keys. Where are you going? I'm going to Mexico. I'm going to go cast out some devils. I'll see you later on, sir. It's no problem. But what are we going to do with your shop? I don't know. You wanted it. And you know that they turned out to be alive. They later said, we're sorry. We thought you owed us $17,000. You only owe us $1,700. Somebody else put an extra zero. See, but that was a lie from hell. Trying to keep me from going into the fields. You know? No, no, man. I'm on a mission. I am on a lifetime mission. And I'm seizing every moment. Whether it's on the field, whether it's an orphan, whether it's a widow, whether it's in the airplane, it don't matter to me. It don't matter to me. Go to verse. Uh, go, go to Acts. Go to Acts twenty-eight thirty-two. <coughs> Acts twenty-eight thirty-two. What? Sure, there is, unless I got it wrong. See. You sure it's not? Huh? Yeah, there is. Thirty-two, ma'am. Look at me. You are twenty-eight thirty-two. You are twenty-eight thirty-two. You are twenty-eight thirty-two. Amen. The Book of Acts has never been shut, my friend, and is waiting on you to raise the dead, to heal the sick, to cast out the next devil. Amen. amen. You are twenty-eight thirty-two. The books have not been shut. That's the only book that's still open. Any other book has been ended.
1: But I, it's
0: still alive, still being written on. I raised thirty from the dead. I won Russia. I did this. I did that. You don't have to brag about it here. God's got it all written down. God's got it all written down. I get a kick out of some missionaries that try to compete with me. I'm not into competition with them. I'm competing against the devil. For some reason, <coughs> missionaries, they try to, well, I'm greater than you and I'm doing more. Good, praise the Lord. Here, anoint yourself with oil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into
0: that, brother. <coughs> you know what I mean? I'm into building the kingdom. I am against the devil, not my own
1: people.
0: Amen. 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 Can we? St- I want you to say I am. I 28, 28. 28. 32. 32. Say it again. I am. I am 28. 28. 28 32. 32. Devil. Devil. I want to let you know. I want to let you know. Tonight. Tonight. tonight my, life my life has changed. Has changed. I, am. I am. I am headed for the deep. Headed for the deep. For the deep. You haven't seen. You, you haven't seen, seen what I'm about
1: to do what I'm about to do for the,
0: for the kingdom of the living God. Of the living God. God, 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 starting tonight, It's going to work through me. to work through me like you've never seen me. like you've never seen. Me. Devil? devil I'm the
1: Christian. I'm the Christian they
0: warned you warned you about. Amen? Amen. Just raise your hands. I want to pray for you because tonight a new anointing is going to come upon you. a new anointing coming. You're going to hunger for thirst. God, you're going to hunger for soul. Your money ain't going to matter to you no more. The world and the flesh ain't going to matter no more.
1: <coughs> what can you take?
0: Father. Father, I thank you today for being that gracious Father in heaven, today I pray that you might minister to each and every person that is in this place. God, only you are able to reduce our lives. Like John the Baptist said, I must decrease that he might increase. And devil, tonight there's an increase of the Holy Spirit in people's lives. Now, devil, I, I, I command you right now to flee from every life that is in this place. Go in the name of Jesus. These people are will no longer live in the nest. But I believe that today, God, you have taken their trinkets, you have taken the little shiny spots and their distractions away. God, they will mature in an awesome way. That now, God, it's all your glory. It is all your glory in Jesus. In everybody's head? Amen. Let's give the Lord a big, big praise. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. One more time. One more time. I I am, am, am 28, 28, 32. 32. Hey, man. amen. The next time you see a person that is sick, hurting, crippled, blind, somebody that's hungry, run, seize that opportunity.
1: It is not finished. It amen. is not. Finished.